Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family. Welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. Today, I have a really interesting guest. I have Steve Kramer. He's the host of several radio shows, several podcasts. He had um, he just had me on the show the other day. And as he was talking, he was talking about his relationship. And I'm in my head as he was talking, I'm like, oh my God, this guy is basically saying he's a love bomber. Like he's actually admitting to it, but he has like a conscience about it. We have to get him on and talk to him and get the energy behind it and understand what this is. He also has a really amazing story. Basically 2020, like a lot of people, um, just took the rug right out from under him and he manifested his way and he's a green guy. So this is like a big deal. He had to come to terms with that manifestation is correct and real and he used it and he turned everything around. So we're going to talk to Steve Kramer. Um, but first, hey, Scotty. Hey guys. What's going on? So that's interesting. So, um, I am actually not too familiar with the term love bombing. Yeah. I don't think I'm a love bomber. No. Um, could you, what does that actually mean? So, you know, I talk, I do so many readings and, you know, I have girlfriends and like we all do. And love bombing is when somebody comes on very, very strong. Okay. Like, and, and almost in the first week, two weeks, three weeks, they're like, I love you. I want to get married. I want a baby. Like they are everything. And then they disappear. They completely disappear. Okay, and wait, wait, left, wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Hold up a second. Here. Yes. Okay. So a love bomber yeah. comes on strong. Yes. They're, your date It's like when you're first dating. Yeah. They tell you they, they really love you. Yeah. They, they wine say and dine it. you. Yes, everything. Like they come on, they lay it on thick. Okay. They come on really strong. I talked about this in episode 40. If you want to go back and talk, there's different motivations behind the love bombing. We're going to talk to Kramer. His is more organic. Like he has a conscience about it. He's trying to fix it. He's also been through a lot of stuff, but some, you know, there's different motivations. Like some love bombers just want to get one thing from you. Some want to ridicule you. There's different. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, now you said he's green. He is green purple. But I don't, like, when I heard you just talk about this, I, I think I missed the uh, episode about love bombing. Yeah. I didn't listen to you it. You were Sorry. there, but oh, yeah. yeah. All right. That's right. I was there. <laughs> you were okay. like there for I remember it. it now. I do. I do. Um, <laughs> but from my red perspective, yes. I'm thinking, and, and, you know, I've been out of the game for many, many <laughs> yes, years, 20, 20 years ago. So a couple <laughs> decades ago. So th- this could be totally different now. All right. But I would be thinking in my head, and I don't want to seem like crude or crass here or whatever, but, yeah. you know, if, if I'm first starting to date someone, and, you know, I'm whining and dining them and yeah. blah, 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 all that stuff that maybe I'm looking for something, a little, a little something, something. something. Mm-hmm. And then once you get that something, something, it's like, you know, then you're moving on. Was that, that something that you did? That's not something I did personally. I've heard <laughs> stories about it. Uh, me, I would never do that. Yes. But in my red logical mind, I would think that's what a guy was doing. Not right. me. Not me, that guy. Not me, that guy, but a different guy. Right. I, yeah. So that is something that you have to be careful of. Um, with Steve and, you know, he'll tell us his story, yeah. but some guys are just not ready. So they get freaked out. Okay. They get free, like they start so, laying it up. They like put all themselves out there. They t- basically unzip their heart, put it on a plate, give it to who they're seeing. They're saying all these things to this person, and the person all of a sudden is like, "Oh, okay, uh, okay, okay." And then they are just like, "Wait, what?" Okay, and then they run away. Okay, 
which is like one thing. But so then this you, is not what I'm talking about. No, but there are love bombers that it depends on your intentions. The intention's like a big thing. Right. You know, what's your intention? Some love bombers are really not nice because they want to almost get you to the point. And this is what I talk about in episode 40. Their intention is to get you to the point where you're like, maybe they have an issue with being needy or they have an issue with being emotional or vulnerable. Okay. And so they put that all out there themselves. They make you kind of like, cause you usually they, they go after empaths, like deep empaths. So you commingle their feelings with your feelings. You don't know you from them anymore. And then they start to kind of abuse you. Um, this is not what Steve does, but like abuse you for feeling all the things that they actually feel. So it's like a mind screw. Now, th- th- this is deep. Now, yeah, it's very, deep. Very, this That's is very deep. deep. This is deeper than my explanation. Yeah, episode 40, I really go into that now, one. I feel bad. Because we did hire a new receptionist. Yes. She right now is in the green room with Steve. And I actually noticed that yeah. Steve is kind of telling her, I, I, you know, he's not ready to go on air yet. He's yeah. getting ready. But he's kind of saying, I love you. He's, oh. he's kind of making yeah, we gotta watch uh, googly him. eyes at yeah. her. We got to watch him. I think he's now love bombing our new secretary. Our know your aura staff, which we absolutely have, yes. is being loved bombed yes. by Steve. This is crazy. <laughs> All right, we have a few minutes while Steve gets ready right. and while we give him a chance to love bomb and see you know, if he can do that in the next 20 yes. minutes. Um, so I just wanted to go through some life updates that yes. we've been having. life updates. I thought, you know, the listener, you know, uh, you know we've had, what, 60 episodes now? What are we yeah, on? Yeah, this, this is, is I 60? think, 61. 61, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just some updates from the older episodes. Okay. Um, so the first one is just, you know, Free Bert. Free Bert. Uh, Free Bert was a, a movement. Yeah, he's uh, still... Not free. No, he's still not free. Uh, he did have to eat his turkey in isolation. Yeah. We fed it to him through that slot in the bathroom door. <laughs> but yes. there is a bright hope here for okay. him. Okay. He has taken to liking Turkish soap operas on yes. Netflix. Did you know that on Netflix there are extremely um, – this isn't even a joke. If you have nothing to do for the next six months, you can get into Turkish soap operas, which, which Bird is into. Yes. And he said there's one that has like 175 episodes. Yeah, what was that? And I think he's watched them all. There's like Winter Sun is one know. of them. Like, yeah, yeah there, like, like there's all there's three of them that they were like, you have to watch them. And yeah. they can't stop watching yeah. it. So apparently they're extremely addictive. And if you have nothing else to do, do that. Yeah, it's like love in Istanbul. They all take place in Istanbul. Love on a camel, I think one is. He's growing a beard because they all yes. have a beard. Yes, he is. Yeah. Yes, he is. <laughs> so. Okay. Um, other updates, um, we've been, I, you know, I've, I posted this actually on Facebook the other day, but we've already been banned from three holiday parties, oh. uh, for the things that I've said. On the holidays in the 5G yep. episode. Yep. The, yep. So yeah. we've been banned from three. Yeah. Uh, hopefully no more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, episode six, we learned that I am a yogi. Oh, and empaths versus narcissists. Yeah. You, you know the number. I know. The, I know. That's amazing. I know. Um, so I've been practicing a new pose. Okay. It's called the embryo pose. Oh. Have you ever seen that one? Is it like the fetal position or? It's kind of like where everything gets tucked in. It's very strange. You should go, everyone should go look it up on the internet. What? Uh, and uh, yeah, well, I'll let them find that okay. pose for themselves. But I just wanted to update them from episode six. I'm still doing yoga. Okay. And I'm doing the embryo pose. That sounds now. very detoxifying. Yeah. Uh, you might remember from episode 56. We were looking into retreats. Yes. One of the retreats, actually, they listened to our show. Did they really? The Naked Retreat. Oh, yes. Yes. That's a real retreat. Yes, it is a real retreat. Yeah. And they contacted us. 
Oh. Yes. They want us to go no. free of charge. Really? All expenses paid. I don't paid. want to be naked. You just have to get into the circle of consent. Nope. Can't do it. Okay. It's too COVID-y, first of all. All right. So I'll write them back. <laughs> um, With the virus, I no. don't know. All right. I, can I, give I have not um, written them back yet, but I will. Yeah. That's a real retreat. Um, okay. From episode 28, mm-hmm. we learned that Hannah Brown was living in the 4th D. She's now in the 3D. Oh no, she, what happened? She's, it's, I think TikTok got to her. TikTok. TikTok. TikTok can bring you down. Yeah, it brought 3D. her down. Uh, she's just doing like, you know, silly dances and nonsense. Yeah. And, um, she's got to get back to the 4D. Okay. But, you know, we put her in the 4D. Is it TikTok or is it Reels? Because I know the oh. Reels really upset you on Instagram. It could, it could be. Yeah, I reels. know you don't know the difference, but I know you, you read rants about the Instagram Reels often. Yes. There's often like, why do I see all these, Megan? You throw your phone at me. <laughs> Why do I see all these videos? I can't make them stop. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, those are reels, Scott. Okay. It's okay. It's going to be right. okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Here, here's another one. I'm actually going to have to take this statement back. On uh, episode 25, I talked about uh, Nick Walenda. He's the oh, guy yeah. that does the tightrope. The tightrope walking. And I claim that the only way that he can do it is because he has a track in his foot. Yeah, you made a bold claim that he insur- right. like surgically implanted surgically a track. Implanted. Someone actually, this is actually true. Mm-hmm. Someone reached out to us and that knows him oh. and can vouch that he does not have a track foot. Oh, really? Yeah. Were they like kind of upset that you would make such a, like a bold claim? They were kind claim? of upset with me that I made that claim. So this is a disclaimer. That's a disclaimer. This is your apology post. He has I'm, a regular foot. Yes, I apologize. Nick Wawenda. 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 <laughs> he does not have a track foot. I take that back. If you go back to episode 25, oh, we might so have to know, delete that one. He's the guy that, um, you would have to delete it. He's the guy that tightrope walks between, like, you know, I don't know, the Niagara Falls and volcanoes and stuff. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, another update here is now we know that our number one dream guest for the podcast is mm-hmm. the starseed Keanu Reeves. It is. Uh, we kind of just want to update you. If you like him and you're a fan of his movies, <laughs> please, please, say. whatever you do, do not watch the movie Knock Knock. Don't watch it. Don't watch Knock Knock on Netflix. It, yes. Don't it, do it. It will ruin okay, everything. Do it. Do it. No, no, don't do it. <laughs> it will ruin everything just for you. It. In fact, he is now not our number one guest anymore. No, he is. He's dropped out to number three. No, he is. No, he's our third he, most. I, he takes bold movie choices. Okay, but his <laughs> acting in Knock Knock was so bad. How is he so good in like the Matrix and then like that happens? Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean just watch it. Don't watch it actually. It's really screwed up. Yeah. Okay. Um couple more updates here. <laughs> we'll move on. Uh I've actually finally penned a letter to Jebediah oh. uh telling him that I am not his twin flame. You've been trying to end this for a long time. I'm trying um, to end it. Um I feel like we might have to do some better help. Yeah. Betterhelp.com slash KYA about this because it's an issue, Scott. Yeah. So I I have the letter. (laughs) The only problem is when I went to the post office, his barn does not have an address. Oh. So the letter is actually just sitting in the post office right now with Cliff, the mailman. Okay. Um, You know, Cliff, my friend, the mailman. Yeah. Um, So anyway. So there's there's that. Oh, another huge update I forgot to tell you guys about. Um, In episode 49, we went to Key West. Mm -hmm. We talked about going to Key West. And there was a mysterious pair of boxers that were on our balcony. I put in a few calls to uh, Key West PD. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been in touch with the housekeeping unit there Mm -hmm. at the hotel. Um, But they still don't know who the boxers are from. Okay. so That's like an unnecessary update. Are you sure? No, people really want to know how those boxers got there. 
I've been getting a lot of messages. I don't we, know. We, we can't find. I'm like it. I let it go. You're very. No, no, no. It's an ongoing investigation. Is it? it has not been. Cl- it's like it has not been closed. That was really weird. Yeah. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> Episode forty nine there. Um, and then a couple other things that we need to talk about. So the, the Christmas gift exchange we're going to be doing. Yes. If you uh, listen to last year's episode, mm-hmm. um, you know that I am the winner. Yeah. I won the Christmas gift exchange. You're the reigning champ. I am the reigning champion, at least for another 24 or whatever, 30 days. Yeah. Uh, this year, we've decided it is going to be a gift you would get from a distant relative, like an older aunt okay. or something like that, an older yeah. uncle, something like that. Mystic Michaela is already claiming victory. I won. She already says she has the gift. I know what I'm giving you. I don't think you're going to win that. I won. Are you sure? Yeah. I'm sorry. All right. And then the last thing. (laughs) It's like my psychological game here. The last thing in our uh, episode 63, which is coming up. Oh, yeah. uh, On December 17th. In the future. Oh, yeah. Yes. We are going to do a fun (gasps) scavenger hunt. Oh, my God. Okay. You guys. This is exciting. Go ahead. Explain it. So basically, we're going to, in one of the episodes, we're going to give some, I don't know what you call it, like um, question, like questions that you need to find the answers to. Yeah, you don't um, have to, they're not going to be like podcast based. Right. They're going to be like, can you use Google search? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Based off of kind of things in our past. Right. Things in our, in Mr. Well, see, in yeah, past. but you can Google search it. And the, 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 the good news is that we have a lot of gifts. We got oh a lot gosh. of people that donated already. Yes. We posted on the Mr. Kala Spiritual Family page if they'd be willing to donate. Uh, and oh my God, God, we have gifts valued up to $600. 600. We, have so, we have thousands of dollars in gifts. So, thousands of dollars worth of gifts on there. Like um, people came through there. So, so we'll explain the rules more yes. in depth. Yes. But all you're going to need for the December 17th episode is probably listen to it as it comes out, which is yeah. like around midnight Eastern Standard Time. Yeah, I, I think we no, can do it. No, because it's going to go quick, I think. Yeah, but I think we can do it where it wouldn't be time sensitive to give oh, everyone so a chance. Our... I have an idea on that. Okay, never yeah. mind. Stop uh, that. But yeah. then you'll you'll just need your Google search and like a pen and paper. Yeah. That's it. Yes. Yeah. Pen and paper, an ear to listen. <laughs> you'll need an um, ear to listen. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> or somebody to translate it for you All if right, you're so... not English native speaker. <laughs> right, right. If you, if you speak another language, then you would That's all you need. need a translator. <laughs> Okay, so th- those are some of the updates. We're so that, official. Those are the things that are I going on. I feel very home. official. Yes, that, that was like kind of like housekeeping. We had to get God, it out of the way. Yeah. I feel you like know, I was in school. I mean, I feel a lot of people were, worrying, were wondering about those boxers. Mm-hmm. Everyone is on board with Jebediah. Yeah. You know, he has an Instagram account that with 100,000 followers now. Um, <laughs> more than us. More, yeah. So, <laughs> oh yeah, he's going to start a podcast and crush us. That's what he said. That's what he told me. He's like, if I ever break up with him, he said, I'm starting a podcast to ruin you. Oh. He's, like, he's like one of those like Miley Cyrus types or something. Okay. Yeah, where they like they wrecking ball. Wrecking like, ball song. Destroys your life about- if you break up with them. Or yeah. Yeah, or Taylor Swift or okay. whatever. Though. All right. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. 
That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. So we have a big issue. All right, so moving on. Moving on. All right. Segway. Segway. Ding, ding, ding. Okay. Okay. We got to get an instrument for that. We do. All right. Continue. The budget, you know, we got to get the budget up a the little bit. The budget needs to get up a little yeah. bit. All right. So every year we throw a huge Christmas party. Oh. We usually have like 30, 40 people there. Yeah. We shove them in. You know, we've been debating, are we going to do it this year? You know. Um, we can't. It, with COVID, right? You yeah. Know, coronavirus. And um, we can't do that. We can't probably do that. You know, and the kids are upset. Well, Bree's not so upset, but Abby's really upset. Yeah. She wants a big party. It's fun. I like a big party. Yeah. I like to invite everybody. Um, but I think this year we're going to have to do what we call COVID cuts. COVID cuts. And you all probably have them too. Yeah. Stinks. So we kind of, I kind of came up with a few questions that would decide the criteria if you're going to be a COVID cutter. So or this not. is like, so you're telling us that you came up with, a criteria yes. to see like who we could COVID cut or not for our gatherings. Right. So we're at, thir- let's say usually we're at 30 something people. Yeah. We got to get this number down. You know, yeah. we, the CDC says we got to be under 10. I feel like we were COVID cut from lots of other people's things. Oh, I think so. Cause we were, there was three parties that <laughs> yes. we were disinvited to based off of what I said on a podcast. Yeah. That's just nasty. What, are, what, what criteria are we breaking? Yeah. I mean, obviously nobody <laughs> wants us around it. I think it's more me than you. I think you had like plus three parties and I had negative three parties. So, so it just evened out. Any, yeah. <laughs> All right. So I came up with a few questions that maybe we can answer here. And this will help you at home to decide if you have COVID cuts, who you are going to cut. You are a double dipper. Yes, I am. <laughs> but I do, I do turn the chip. I do turn it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I do like kind of snoop around your house and things like that. And I do uh, walk away from you during a conversation. But anyway. All right. All right. The first question we have to ask is, mm-hmm. do we cut the person more because of the possibility that they have COVID or it's because they're annoying and we just say it's COVID? Okay. Just, okay. That's real. You know what I mean? Because I yes. think in this day and age, like it's really easy to be like, well, you know, COVID, but maybe underneath, like the real reason is like they annoy you. Right. So the, like, are they like, first of all, are they going to bars? You know, that would be yeah. for COVID. Yeah. Like, you know, oh, yeah, that like, person's oh, been going to bars. Oh, she goes out a lot, you know. Been on a lot of dates. Right. You know, with strange people. Right. Okay. And then there's the other thing is like, <laughs> are, you know, do we cut the person that, you know, like stayed to our house at to, you know, midnight last time or <laughs> someone who's taking all our leftovers or the person like me that kind of, you know. This sounds like it's like these are your own personal preferences and you're going to be using COVID as excuses. That, well, that's what I, <laughs> that's what you're just saying. Well, well, yeah, but we can say, hey, you know, where have you been? We can like yeah. kind of interrog- interrogate them. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's the first question to answer. All right. Number two, you know, are they coming to our Christmas party for the right reasons? The right reasons. You know, do they really like us? Are they there for the free meal only? The free meal? Okay. Yeah. Are they, is it because they just don't want to cook that night? Well, that's you know, fine. They got to be I in can... it for the right reasons. Okay. I can get behind. All right. You get behind that? That's fine. The right reasons? Yeah. Are you sure? All right. You know, because, you know, a lot of times they're not. And then, you know, sometimes I find like a message, a DM or a text. 
Yeah, from like saying like, you know, they're only coming because... Oh, you mean other people are telling on them? Yes. So you're saying yes. like somebody comes to your party. Right. And then you get like one of their exes. Right. Saying you know they're coming from to the your same party. Town. Yes, from the same from town. From the same town for the wrong reasons. Correct. Whoa. That yeah. they were just DMing them about going to their parties before they chose your party. Right. Okay. I get, right? I get where you're yeah. going with this. So we got we to gotta decide that. We got to see yeah. that. Okay. Another question I have here is, you know... Are they coming to our house? And you, you just go with me on this one. Okay. I know you're going to be like, no, Scott, no, but okay. please. Okay. Please, Mr. Michaela. <laughs> you know, are they looking for a fantasy sweet card? Oh, gross. Yeah. With- Maybe they really, really like us. <laughs> right. And, you know. Maybe. It is I, South Florida. You know. That they, stuff happens. Yeah. They really, really <laughs> like us. Right. Um, and. That's what they're looking for. It's yeah. not that they really want the holiday cheer and the, and the eggnog and the mistletoe, yeah. maybe more of the mistletoe. They're looking for the fantasy suite experience. Right. Okay. Yeah, like kind of like when Chris Harrison gives out those cards. Possible. Okay. Um, there was a guy named, I think, Pete that tried to get into our party one year. Yeah? Yeah. He was a pilot. Oh, my God. Pilot yeah. Pete? No, no. It was just a guy named Pete oh. who was a pilot. Pete, not, not, Pete yeah. Pilot. Pete Pilot. Got it. Yeah. I don't know if his name was Pete Pilot or he was a pilot named All right. Pete. All right. Moving on. We get it. Yeah. We did Fantasy have that Christmas suites. decoration of a windmill out in front. So oh, I that's going to bring them in. Then the other one I have here. And, you know, are they looking to be on your Instagram? You know, you have a very popular account. Um, <laughs> and every year, you know, or maybe better yet, they're looking to be on my Instagram. Oh. Okay. Because every year I post the picture, you know. This, we this, have the group picture the group on the picture stairs. The group picture up the stairs. Yeah. You know. Are they looking to be on your Instagram? You know, maybe they want to sell some sort of fun box, you know, whatever Fat they call it. Fit Fat Fit Fun. fun or yeah. Diff Eyewear. Not our oh sponsors at all. They're not ours. Uh, we don't like I don't them. think we're there maybe yet. Maybe sooner in the future. <laughs> that would be cool. Like, we're going to eat our words if they ever decide yeah. to sponsor. Well, actually, like, they just never did. mind. They're great. Okay. <laughs> and, and, you know, we post these pictures every year and we tag people. Yeah. Maybe they're looking for that. You think it's possibly the reason? Yes. You do? Oh, that? No. Yeah. Um, sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're saying that somebody might come because they want to up their Instagram following. Yes. And they kind of like their engagement and this and that. Right. And like, okay. And, and it's like not there for the right reasons. Like they want right. to be Instagram famous. Yes. And they so, want to stay longer at the party, not go home sooner. Correct. You know? Just so possibly another yeah. picture of them would come out. Yeah. Because like, you know, we, we give out leftovers to people and they get to stay longer. Right. And then the people we don't give out leftovers to, they have to go home now. Right. Yeah. So you might just, they might just stay like extra hours because... <laughs> Of more possible Instagram more, yes, photos and Facebook hours, photos. More slices of leftover turkey. Right. More, right. more Instagram followers. Yes. I get you. Yeah. So they're trying to gain traction. Got it. You know, one guy actually last year, went after I put all, posted my picture, he gained like seven followers. And then one person had like a like yeah. a catchphrase. Which one? Oh. What was <laughs> Waboom? Waboom? What was that? Was it, yeah, like, what if somebody has a catchphrase that right. they want to get out there? True. Okay. Okay. All right, and the last, it was kind of more like a scenario. Mm-hmm. You know, will the person, you know, show up at the wrong house, then possibly hang out with our neighbor and drink wine with him and have some sort of awkward conversation instead of coming to see us? Yeah. You know, they, they don't know the house. They come to a different they one. They come to the wrong they one. They drink on wine. It's probably with another male in they his meant, late yeah. 50s or 40s. And the guy is probably named Ed from Miami or something like that. <laughs> Was he from Miami? Yeah, that Ed? Probably. You can't be that <laughs> Ed shoulder guy. shoulder issues? Yeah, he's South Florida. Purple. How does he have shoulder issues? 
South Florida purple. He's like, yeah, sure. he's so built. All right, so here is <laughs> here is the question then. Okay. So who is your COVID cut? Who is not getting the mask? Oh, is that what they get? Not the leftover turkey, the mask. Yeah. Do you okay. want to go first? I have my COVID cut. Do you want to do your COVID cut first? Or No, I'm not doing any COVID cuts. You sure? It's everyone or no one. All right. Well, I'm going to go with... It's everyone outside or no one at all. Look, I'm gonna, uh, she doesn't know this yet, but I'm going with Purple Bomb Amanda. <laughs> no, Amanda's coming. No, you might remember her from the Purple Bomb episode. <laughs> yes. She's probably most likely to do some sort of COVID bomb that would get her uninvited. No, she's coming. All right. <laughs> all right. So, oh my Lord. Kramer is really love bombing this oh, no. this lady here. All right, we have one more thing we're going to do, a new, oh, a new oh, segment. Oh, a new segment. Before, because he's still not ready. We're giving him a little okay. more time to love bomb. Okay. They're almost married. I think he's pulling out a ring. <laughs> okay, you've heard of Siskel and Ebert, correct? Yes, I have. Okay, they might have died. I'm not sure. I don't know. One of them might have died. Yeah, I don't sad. know if that's like... That's like they're so old too. They're just like now it's like Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, you know what I mean. You could just right. go online. But now we have our new one that's going to actually trump them. Oh, it's called Mystic Michaela and Scott review a Christmas movie. Oh yes. So that is our new segment. We're yeah. going to run it for probably the next two weeks. <laughs> um, We're bored here. Yes, and we do. And, and there's kind of like a, an ongoing thing, like the Netflix corny Christmas movies versus the Hallmark corny Christmas movies. Right. And I think Hallmark does it better, but now Siskel and Ebert had the thumbs up, thumbs down. Yeah. We have the system of crystals. Crystals. How so many crystals? Right. Okay. So we're going to see how many crystals they get. Okay. You know, what, five crystals is the best. Okay. Okay. So Got the movie it. we have selected it was a very you know. Uh, Tough decision. Mm-hmm. It was between uh, I forgot the one. I even forgot the one. But the one we picked was Christmas in the Smokies. Oh, that was on Netflix. Christmas. Christmas in the Smokies. Oh, that. Oof. So Christmas in the Smokies. I think it was 2015. Yeah. Do we do spoiler alert just in case? Oh, spoiler yeah. alert. Okay. So okay. It, honestly, there's no spoiler alert uh, for this crap. Like people fall in love. Okay. okay. Like yeah. no, they're it, cranky. One's not. Yeah. Then they fall in love. Now. My review of this movie, I have to get like very official now because we're, we're reviewers, oh, we're, oh, we're movie, okay. we're critique, crit- okay. critics, we're critics, you know, this is gonna be in, we're going to get this in the paper. Mm-hmm. Um, my critique of it was, she was, the lead character really was horrible. I mean, not the, you know, person herself. It's not her fault. Not her fault. The, the writing, writing was yeah. terrible. She was clearly inauthentic red. Yeah. And hiding her purple. Yeah. Uh, and she, you know, you were not rooting for her. No. You were rooting for the bad guy who's supposed to be the bad guy in the movie, the, the land developer. He didn't say anything I didn't agree with. No, he was actually <laughs> trying to save the town. And she was actually really narcissistic yeah, she and cared in about, it for herself. Yeah, just her own family. Yeah. All she cared about was her farm. Right. By the way, nobody's probably seen this. So, like, we okay. can't go into it, the plot too much. Okay, it's too fine. boring. But, fine. like, let's just put it this way. Scott thinks movies are real. So the whole time he's red ranting that they mismanaged the money on the farm. All read about it. Yes, like, they did. I don't know how much money you make from jam. Because they sell right. jam. <laughs> <laughs> they sell jam. Every, Anyways, they, they all sell jam. We had such a visceral reaction. I like, did. you, I, and Brianna, like, we're screaming at the television. Like, we, screaming. Like, no, I was. At one point, we had to take a break because we were so angry at her. You don't know this. I canceled Netflix. <laughs> You don't know this. I did. I, I called them. I said, we never, no, no, I'm not doing this. Over this five-year-old movie, Christmas yeah. in the Smokies. I gave it like a one crystal. One, well, I, one I, I, just, I just want to add one point. Okay. To, and this, this is a really where I thought the movie really got me mad. So and I, I'm just going to tell a little of the plot, okay? I know. Give Kramer a little more time. 
the guy needed, you know, he was a country singer. He needed money. He, there was a concert that he needed to perform in Seattle three days before his concert that he was performing on the farm. He needed to go there to make money. And the lady, okay. the inauthentic red lady, wouldn't let him. She got all mad, like, oh, you're leaving me. Oh, you're leaving me. And That's he said not he'd come nice. back. Yeah, and it was three days. And, like he, like, he broke up with her, like, 30 years ago. Like, let it go. You were, like, 16. Right. So for her to be so selfish and not <laughs> let him do that concert. I mean, the only way he wasn't coming back is if it was like a planes, trains, and automobile situation. Right. You know, when Steve Martin and John Candy couldn't get back for Thanksgiving. But they still a, made it. It was such a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. Like, everyone so, leaves me, you know. Oh, all right. No, so, I, all right. What, all right. So, what are you, what's your crystal? Oh, one crystal. One you're, amethyst crystal. You're giving it one amethyst? Okay. Yeah. I am going to give it two, minus two. Minus, minus two. Minus two negative oh, I didn't know that was amethyst crystals. Okay. This is like, I take the crystals, I put bad juju on them. Yeah. You and throw it at the I throw TV. them. They fall out of the bra. And onto Got the it. floor, they crack. That's what I'm giving. <laughs> Negative it. two. Negative All right. two. Next week, I think we're going to do Christmas Chronicles 2. Okay. All right. We got our sponsors. Okay. So, you know, this podcast has been, I've been able to be introduced to a lot of cool things. Um, a new thing that I was introduced to is something called Issue, I-S-S-U-U. I... As I am not a graphic designer, I, you know, you know, Scott, I struggle like, okay, what am I going to do? Like, how am I going to make this cool thing for my Instagram or how do I do this neat thing for my website or whatever? Well, I was just introduced to issue and it's amazing. Like you don't have to worry about nitpicky details or putting final touches on things. Like you just make the content and then they make it look good. That's, it's that simple. Um, it's really cool. Like it's an all in. So what it is, is it's an all in one platform to create and distribute beautiful digital publications from brochures to magazines to sales collateral and more. I like to use it for my content. When I started and I'll put some stories up and stuff, I started doing it. And if I can do it, like you can do it. Trust me. It's perfect for creators and marketers, designers, educators. Oh man. If I was, when I was using it, I'm like, oh man, like when I was teaching, I really could have done some cool stuff with this because um, publishers, salespeople, anyone that wants to make eye-catching content like real estate, like you you name it, you can do really cool things with it. And like I said, all you have to do is the content and then they make it look good. Issue makes it super easy. You upload your PDFs and files and Issue transforms them using your vision and customizable templates to create the content you want. It's really easy like on my laptop just to kind of move things around and they make it look good when you do it. With Issue, you create it once and distribute it everywhere. So everything's optimized. You can post it on your website and then social platforms like Instagram and Facebook and they can they make these cool Instagram stories. There's an app that's really easy to use. You only have to make it once. That's the thing. You only have to make it once and then they can make it into, okay, here's a Facebook story. Here's a this, here's a that, here's for your website. And you're like, oh my gosh. And they like make it look normal so that it fits on each one of those platforms. And here's the thing. You can start using Issue for free right now. They also offer premium features that give a more customized experience. So what do you do? Get started with Issue today for free. Or if you sign up for a premium account, you'll get 50% 50 off. Okay. When you go to issue.com slash podcast, but please use the promo code K-Y-A. That'll give you the 50% off. That's issue, I-S-S-U-U 
dot com slash podcast and use promo code KYA at checkout for your free account or your 50% off the premium account. That's issue, I-S-S-U-U dot com slash podcast with promo code KYA. And thank you for using these codes. It helps us a lot in our podcast. We I'm going to use it, it for uh, our Christmas Movie review. Oh my gosh, you could use it for like anything. That's what I'm going to do. You for. really can. You can make like. I'll put the movies and the then movies and then like the graphics. crystals. It's really yeah, the crystals, easy with yeah. the, They have all these graphics and okay. stuff. Okay. The other, our other uh, sponsor today is, oh my God, we are so obsessed with this here. Like legitly yeah. <laughs> obsessed function of beauty. Oh my God, everyone, my mailman, everybody. Oh yeah, no, like the kids and I, like serious. <laughs> I'm being serious no, no, here. I'm serious too. Because we were, I never knew about it. Like I always saw like the influencers do it and stuff like that. And we didn't know that it was something that was as great as it was until the podcast was like, oh, you know, they sponsored us and we could try it and whatnot. So basically... We get it. Um, you can you take this like quiz, which is really cool. It's very quick. It's very thorough, but it's a hundred percent custom for you. You tell them about your hair goals. So I did one for me, and then I had Brianna do one. My daughter, my eleven year old. You can choose the color and the fragrance you prefer, and then the functional beauty team determines like the right blend of ingredients, and then bottles your custom formula to order, and then they deliver it. It's personalized, right down to a customized bottle with your name on it, and they even put like little stickers and little things with the kids that just love it and um, detailed instructions, how to use it. The other thing is they, they will sometimes, well, they always do. They'll give you kind of like add-ons. So for my daughter, she's got really curly hair and she hates when it gets frizzy and we got the anti-frizz. Oh my gosh. It's this like leave-in conditioner. It actually really works and it makes her very happy and it's shiny and it's all clean ingredients, which I'm really concerned about, especially for girls and just absorbing and because we're indigos and we're empaths and we just don't want to like absorb all that stuff. Um, all their formulas are vegan and cruelty free. They never use sulfates, parabens, or any other harmful ingredients, which I really appreciate. There are over 50,000 real five-star reviews and counting and Function of Beauty now offers, hey, a new skincare line. I got to try that. It's the same quality and customization you expect now for your skincare routine. So what are you waiting for? It's a great gift for this holiday season. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash KYA to take your quiz and save 20% on your first hair care order. That's functionofbeauty.com slash KYA to let them know you heard about it from our show, please. And to get 20% off your hair care order, that's functionofbeauty.com slash KYA. And again, thanks for using these codes. You're not going to believe this. What? Kramer just pulled out a Function of Beauty bottle of shampoo. <laughs> with her name with, on it? With our receptionist Kelsey's name on Whoa. it. Whoa! How, they're that fast. He's romantic. They are fast. Or he, or he probably has a lot of names. Because <laughs> he did bring like a real weird bag. So, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Let's bring him on. Let's talk to him. I am so happy to be with Steve Kramer. He's the host of... Mix 106.5 Baltimore. He is the host of the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast and the host of the Certified Mama's Boy podcast, which is, what is it, like number two on the podcast magazine's Hot 50 for September? We're not counting. We're not (laughs) counting, but yes, we're absolutely number two. Like, And Uh, we have to talk about how you got to that because that is so amazing to me. Um, But first, I wanted to bring us like back to where we met 
And I forget okay. what year it was. Was it like two years ago or something? It, it was right before my life fell apart. And you told me nothing of that was going to happen. So. <laughs> I know. I'm like, you're green. And then it just let you go. <laughs> no, it was probably, it had to have been uh, 20, let's see, when did my life get terrible? 2017, I think. I think that's when it was. Yeah. Because you were on over at the San Diego Morning Show, Kramer right. and Gina. Um, right. 93.3. And right. Gina was a fan of like the housewives. So I think she contacted me. She's like, oh, come on our podcast. And like, I was how such did an eye roll, by that? the way. Yeah, I That know. was such an eye roll moment for me. I was like, oh my God. Because in the radio world, there's a bunch of these psychics mm-hmm. that all want to come on the radio. And so Gina, my old host, is like, like listen, like she's legit. She's legit. And I'm like, okay, let me be a good team player here. And so, yeah, so then uh, Mr. McKayla came on and I was like, oh, my God, I think this girl's actually legit. Oh, my gosh. I remember because you're green purple, right? That's your aura color. And like right. I um, you were very polite, though, but like you had that green thing going on where you're like, really, you know, which is fine. I'm used to that. Well, I just didn't believe anything you said. And I think yeah. I told you that straight up at yeah, first. But you were then- polite about it. <laughs> what I found out, though, was over time, I was like, like one thing would happen and I'd be like... That's weird. Well, this maybe this Michaela's on to something. And like another thing would happen, I'd be like, she's a witch. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about that. Cause I remember when I read you at that time, um, you were green. I think I was like, you have to be out in nature more. And I, I honestly do forget what I said, but like, I do remember like right after that, some major life stuff started happening right. for you. So, so yeah, what happened? <laughs> that's what I remember. So I rem- the, the one that strikes me was like, you were like, that's where I lost complete credibility in you because you were like, yeah, you know, you're green. So you like to be outdoors. And I was like, I hate being outdoors. Like this woman, what a, what a dummy. Like we just had to write this woman off because nothing. So then it, like, it was probably, God, maybe a couple weeks later, uh, my wife ends up leaving. Oh, and I start to kind of reclaim who I am as a person. I feel like over my decade of being married, I wasn't even quite sure who I was. And shortly after that, I took a trip to Hawaii and I went on this hike and it was the most amazing hike that like, it was like just soul searching kind of hike where I just felt like one with nature. And I was, I remember in that moment, I thought about you because I was like, was she right? Like, do I love being outdoors? Because my ex-wife hated being outdoors. And so then I was like, but wait a minute, I I do love outdoors. Like I do. And then that's when I was like, this girl's onto something. You She's had like your spiritual here. awakening. And then you became like a vegan too, didn't you? You were I went like, vegan. Yes, yeah. I went, like, it was like spiritual. I was like, I was all in, man. I was like, <laughs> I was like, like zero to ten, like that's real fast so cool. ever in the spiritual world. Yeah. But then I yeah, so then I went down the spiritual path, and that's when I started kind of like checking out your stuff more. And I was like, Okay, there, there there might be something that's not right in our peripherals that could be happening out in the world. So then then I just went down like a crazy train because I think like once you like latch on to something like that, then you just want to know everything. Yeah, at least I do. I'm like I can't just know a little bit now. I have to know literally everything. So I feel like I went um, I went a little cuckoo. I mean, I would just be up just reading stuff all all hours of the day because I mean, as you know, that this all this stuff is so complex and so yeah. deep. And so once you just you, you give an inch, at least for my for me, it's like you give me an inch and I'm gonna. I'm just going to go nuts with it. I, I totally agree. I think that's what happens. Like if you feel it resonate and you're like, I want that pain. Like give it to me more. <laughs> like, yeah. This is the best torture ever. Yeah, this is great. Like more truth. But like with you, you being so green, I can see you 
really wanting to make it your own. Like, let me like take this in, let me digest it and let me, um, I guess like make it make sense to you and your, cause you had to change all your foundations. You had to change I, like, I everything. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know. I, I literally had no idea who wow. I was at okay. my core. Like I didn't know. I think because not only was I married for such a long time where you kind of become a unit and I am, have, have people pleasing tendencies to mm. where, Whatever she would say, I'd be like, okay, well, let me just kind of go along with that because you know that that must be what we like. Um, and then on top of that, being in the being in the media and being in like the public eye at all times, you're always open to scrutiny. And so I feel like you're as much as you try to block it out, there's always voices around you saying different things, and it's really hard sometimes to form your own opinion. So that's like the greatest gift from my divorce that I ever had was like wow. figuring out who I am. What do I like? What do I like to do? What do I stand for? What am I, I like hiking. What? Like where the hell did that come from? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, and then I remember I came back and then something happened right after, which was really devastating. Cause I remember yeah. I came back and then, well, you were, you had a whole other life change. And tell us about that. <laughs> well, literally, it was just like, it was like one thing after another. Yeah. Like, Michaela would say a couple of different things. And there's actually some things I don't, I, I, that she saw coming that I didn't even think were going to be things where I was like, okay. And then literally within a couple of months, um, the things that she predicted were just like, oh my God, like that's a, that actually did come true. Um, so that's when I was really like, okay, there's something, there's, there's something totally into this. So then we even got into like the whole job thing yeah. to where um, you, you kind of foresaw like something was going to change for, for me professionally. And again, I was like, man, this isn't going to happen. I'm on the number one show in the city. Yeah, How could that, that ever does, happen? Right. And then like, boom, I lose my job. Isn't that crazy? That was awesome. Like, what a shocker. I think everybody within, was shocked. Well, within two years, basically my whole life had turned upside down. Yeah. Anything that I had grasped onto as like who I was yeah. was no longer there. So, so talk about being at like the very bottom of the barrel. Like I'm, I'm out here with nothing. Anything that was familiar to me, um, you know, divorce, lost my job, uh, my dog had died, like anything that I knew that felt comfortable. And then the only thing I had left was living in San Diego. And then within the next couple months after that, then I even lost that. It's almost like I lost any kind of, I think once I got divorced, I kind of had leaned on a new community, right? With friends and, and spent a lot of time building that up. And then that was gone too. So I would say in the last three years, my life is completely different. Couldn't be That's more amazing. different. But you know what I love was. about this? Cause I remember right after you lost, your position over like which made it really made no sense because it was such a high performing show and you had right. a podcast over there and everything else and then it was just like gone so like and i think that's how spirit works like as soon as you start tapping into it they can strip you they like strip why, you. i know why do they do that to me <laughs> i know but because they well, know it's something it's like kind of like a rebirth so it's kind of right. like let's strip you down to nothing let's start over let's start from scratch now that you know this stuff but you were sitting there and i remember just with you having this nugget of an idea, which was the certified the certified mama's boy pod, which is well, so cool. I feel like I can only tell this on the spiritual podcast because okay. nobody because I, I have done a lot of interviews recently about the podcast because it has done pretty well for itself. And I don't I don't tell this part because I told it one time in an interview and every, it like went sideways <laughs> like, weird. And like I was like, what? So, <laughs> oh no, it's welcome so, here. Bring it. I was Bring like, I'll never wacky. tell that story. I'll never tell that story again to anybody. But I feel like I feel like this is this is the same. We are place. your people. Yeah. <laughs> so I before about six months before I got let go from the radio show, um, I 
um, I, I have a way of like pushing buttons on the radio. Like mm-hmm. that's just kind of who I am. I'm, I'm like that person on the show. They'll right. like stir the pot and everything. You're, you're a green purple. That, it's what you do. And that yeah. is that what green purple does? <laughs> do we stir do. pots? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. That's perfect then. I'm green purple. <laughs> oh, no. So I, um, I remember that I just one day randomly on, I think it was the podcast. I'm like, you know what, guys? I'm only going to do this podcast episode 100 and then I'm quitting the podcast. I'm going to go start my own podcast and it's going to be a feel-good podcast. And that's exactly how this is going to go. And they were, and I didn't honestly have plans to do that. I literally had no plans to do a, a feel-good podcast um, or to leave that podcast. There was nothing, like nothing. No, no, I just oh literally God. said it kind of to get a reaction out of people. And... I'll be damned if mm. we did not get to episode, I think, 98 of that podcast before I got let go. Still, though, no plans of doing a podcast outside of the other one that I was doing, especially a feel-good podcast. Like, mm. It didn't really feel of my nature. Like, How would I pull this off? I didn't have a plan. I had nothing. And then I'll be damned if I feel like there's just certain people that pop up in your life that steer you in a different direction, right? And I have a good friend that was in radio that got let go and had started a podcast and was really successful. And he's like, you got to start a podcast. I'm like, listen, I'm more of a radio guy. I'm not a podcast guy. Like, it's just, it's just what I do. And he's like, you should do it. And he's like, so what do you want it to be about? And I was like, ooh. And literally, I was sitting there at my kitchen table one day and I was like, what can I do? A po- if I was going to do a podcast, like, what would I do? I was like, I don't really know anything. I'm not really good at anything. I don't have any skills. Like, I don't have any like expertise. Oh, no, I definitely nothing. can't do absolutely can't, nothing, right? right? Oh my gosh, please. <laughs> well, I'm just I just tell stories about my life. Like that's really all I do. I don't really I don't I'm not like I don't know anything. I thought about doing it like like a male bachelor podcast, but then I started realizing there's literally a five thousand bachelor podcasts. So I'm the like, Bachelor? I love the Stop Bachelor. It! I love oh, oh my god. It. I don't want to go down that. That's all rabbit hole. To be fair, I have not watched this season. I've been too busy. I've not watched the Claire season. It's weird. It's it's just too weird. It's it it seems like it. I watched it. It see and tell me this. It seems a little. I feel like I'm. I'm just like. It's she's too old to be acting the way she's acting. Like when twenty two year olds act like that, I'm like it's fine. No, I know. Like thirty eight year olds are acting like that. I know. Well, that's like my age. So I'm like. Oh my god! Like I'm not like the idea of dressing up in a ball gown. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> like right. I'm like my, I don't know. But she has a pink aura. I talked about them. so like pink aura yeah. people are like big children. You know what I mean? So uh, that's okay. I mean, but yeah, it's weird. And I and now it's just kind of creepy. They're in the same resort all the time, so it get, it's a little stressful. Right, right. I so I, I'm only I'm only like episode and a half into it. Okay. But now she's well, spoiler alert. She's gone now. Yeah, though, she's right? gone. Yeah. Now there's Tasha, whole new Bachelorette. Right. Yeah. It's I got. I'll catch up eventually. Yeah, you'll catch up. Um, so I'm sitting there at the kitchen table yeah. and I'm like, like, bachelor podcast? No, like I don't, it doesn't really speak to me. I was like, I've always been called a mama's boy my whole life. <laughs> like, why don't I do, and like literally the, the name certified mama's boy just popped in my head. Wow, spirit. Yeah, like <laughs> what? And then I'm like, what the hell is that? And then, but, but I was like, like this force like came over me. It was so crazy. It was like, that's it. Like, and my body just kind of started going with it. It was like, yeah, like that's the name of the podcast. And that's what we got to do now. Who do I need to get on to? Like, I didn't even call my mom yet, but I was like, yeah, <laughs> she's, in. Just, like, this, she's good. This, She'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like this energy, like, let me just, I had all this energy just, just to like, to do this podcast. And I had no idea how I was going to do it or get it done. And I remember I called my mom and I was like, Hey, all right, this is going to sound crazy, but I think we should do a podcast together. And she's like, no. And then I was like, well, please and she's like okay so 
here we are. We are um, a little over 700,000 downloads later. Wow. And we're, uh, yeah. That, so it's been I mean, cool. That's amazing. And it's so crazy how you said that happened because like way back when, when you're like, I'm not at episode 100, I'm going to start my own thing. You spoke that. I did a whole podcast episode on that a few episodes ago, like how words change your life. Like just, that was a mantra. And when you said that, it went out into the universe and just solidified. Well, that scares me Isn't because, that scary? And, and we can talk about that because I'm sure there's got to be people that are kind of curious about that. Was that me creating that or was that creation coming and I was just saying it out loud? Oh, I feel like it's more, it was what was supposed to happen because you can only manifest what's authentic to you. So okay. that authentically, like it's probably, it was building up a long time in your radio career that you're like, Hey, wait a second. I need more control. And it was building, you were shoving it away. Oh, you know what people say, or this is how it goes. Or like all the nonsense they feed you in any industry that there's only one right. way to do anything. And when you said that it aligned with such truth and it aligned with like such, you know, like a soul contract thing with you that it just manifested easier because you said it. So I would say it was supposed to happen, but it wasn't going to happen unless you said it, you know, like It's that. just crazy. Like when you, oh, I truly never had plans to do this. Now I'll tell you like part two creepy story. Oh. So I get, I get let go. Right. Yeah. And um, I'm just like, the podcast is part one of that. Right. Like it just feeling like, not having a plan and just letting my body kind of do its thing. And then luckily people showed up for it, which is so cool. And it just, it just like worked. And I don't know, like people ask me, and again, I can't say this on any other podcast or any other interviews because people think I'm crazy when I'm like, I don't know how this is happening. Mm -hmm. It's just happening. Cause people are like, well, what's your plan? How did you, what is your five-year business plan? I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. I just wake up and do stuff. And like, it just happens. It's so crazy. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. So then part two of this is I the the girl that I'm working with now, I worked with over in San Diego. Yes. And uh, her name is Jess and she's great. And I when I got let go, I just kept over and over in my head saying, I really wish I could find a station that would just give me and her a shot by ourselves. Wow. And that's like a pretty rare thing because Jess is not as experienced. Mm -hmm in the radio game. She's still pretty new, but I knew that her and I had this great chemistry and that she like bust her ass and like it was going to, she really w could put together a great show. And I knew it was going to be uphill battle, but I just kept like thinking like, God, I just wish I could find. And there were, you know, some weird job opportunities would come and they wouldn't, they'd kind of fall through. And, but there's all these with these like seasoned pros. And then when all of a sudden, like this, this job in Baltimore opens up and they yeah. were like, well, who would you want to work with? And they kind of gave me this laundry list of all these people they would like me to consider because they're all these professionals that have all this experience that are available right now. And I just threw the idea out. I'm like, hey, listen, there's this girl named Jess and she's a little green, but I think she's really great. Yeah. And typically they'd be like, no, that's crazy. Why would we like put the 
this girl that has no experience in this main chair to be able to do this. But they were like, all right, let's give it a listen. They listened. Everybody started talking. And now literally, it's like... I know. That's crazy. What? Like, like I what? am obsessed with this story because it's you... And and let's, let's not just back up a little bit. Like, you were not always, like, feeling super... I think you're brushing over the emotional part of it because I feel like a lot of days you were like, what's going on in my life or like whatever. And then it all fit. But then these moments happen like the podcast as well. You have now the Kramer and Jess show over in Baltimore mornings. Like it's, it's, it just all figured itself out. What I know, what it's interesting with you because you were saying like things just weren't, weren't happening or were happening or whatever. The weirdest things like my life, I, I felt and I still feel completely out of control. And on the emotional side, it was such a mind F because I could, I literally felt like I was watching a movie. Wow. I felt like I was watching a movie and none of it made sense. I was like, like it was, I had so many moments that were like, it was like from the divorce on where I was like, wait, what? And so many weird things were happening at work that like, that they were like kind of like turning against me for like no reason and like kind of pushing me out. And like, I was like, wait, but why? Like, I'm not doing anything, but things like when one thing went and pushed me out, like another thing would come, which is like, boom, boom, like trying to push me out. It was so stressful because I couldn't figure out like, why is my wife having this affair? Like, what, like, what is all of these things happen? My dog is dying. Like, Mm -hmm. why is it all happening the way that it's happening? It's crazy. Like your ego just took a batter. Like that, they just totally they beat the crap out of your ego. I had to literally step back and say, like, it was, it was the absolute, it was a death. Mm-hmm. I died. Yeah. Like, literally, I died. Yeah. Like, my, the old me is, is dead. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the parts of it are, this is a brand new life that I'm living. Yeah. And I have tried to share this, like, little testimony to people that there's a lot of things I feel like I, you're going to be out of control of. And that's not me. You know that, Michaela. Like, no, all you, I, want to do... th- I don't even know who's talking right now. Oh my God. Like... <laughs> <laughs> all I want to do is control everything. <laughs> God, the fact that you're even hosting this is making me uncomfortable right now, oh, right? I like, it. I want to be in control of it. That's why I'm like, oh, Kramer's go good. He'll just talk. He knows what. I'll just tell him what to talk about. He'll just go. I'm like, good. <laughs> let, let him do his thing. Yeah, dude, you're so good at No, but like, I mean, that's like an ego death. Like, you totally had an ego death. Like, yeah. it wasn't really. And it's hard because, like, when you let those parts of yourself die, like, all the identities and all this stuff, it, it's there's a mourning and a grieving period. It doesn't mean it's not correct. It just means that it still hurts. And I also find it interesting that the stuff that was supposed to work out happened easy. And I think that that's a big thing in our lives. Like the stuff that's supposed to work out, it's not that it's not hard work. Like you've worked hard on your certified mama's boy podcast. You worked hard to get this opportunity at, you know, 106.5, but it, it, it happened easily, you know? So there's right. a difference between like hard work and like just doors slammed in your face. It was exactly right. It all came together very easily. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, I bust my ass between yeah. doing a radio show every day and a podcast every oh day. And like just even just moving my life over here. But the opportunity was with even like with the podcast too, the same thing. It was just like, I'm going to do a podcast. And things just kind of kept coming into my spectrum. I didn't know how to do a podcast. I had no idea. I had no clue how to get it started. I love but your like, podcast literally- though. Like Nancy, I want to borrow her. Like <laughs> just, I think anybody greatest, right? that wants like, like you can borrow her, like you can listen. Cause you and, so you and your mom have like conversations at the beginning of every episode right. and you know, she's just so grounding and so calm and she's so sweet and she gives such nice advice and she just like adores you, which is just so I sweet. I 
I can do no wrong. It's, it's really funny. She like, thinks she's, you're so funny. And it's just so, like, I just love it's, her. It's why I have as many dating problems as I have. Because I'm like, I'm never going to find a woman that loves me as much as this woman. Yeah. Like, no, nobody loves been, you like mom. It's true. She's been that way since birth, though. Like, all of my issues in life have come because my mom loves me too much. Okay, interesting. Like, That's interesting you say that. Because, like, I obviously do a lot of readings for relationships and things like this. So right. when I was on um, the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast a few days ago, uh, you, you know, I don't know if this ever happens to you when you're doing radio, like when someone's talking and then like in the back of your head, you're like, oh my God, they're actually saying this like out loud. <laughs> so you were talking about, so you, you know, you, you got your career figured out, like, you know, you're working hard and working at it and things like that, but it's flowing. But you were talking about your relationship life and that's the only yeah. part of me that's not flowing right now, which yeah. is honestly making me feel really insecure oh. because I feel like if everything else has flown and kind of like done the thing it's supposed to do, why is it not happening in my dating life? Now, to be fair, I think I'm probably getting in the way of it a little bit. <laughs> I'm causing more trouble than it's worth probably a lot of times. Um, but I... I think that when you go through things and things do come together so easily, you then, when things don't seem as easy, you start to question, like, is this the right thing? Mm -hmm. And that's kind of like where you and I got in the conversation on the Uncensored podcast yeah. was like, why is this not easy for me then? Why is, yeah. the, is the dating portion of my life not easy? Like, why is it not coming together? Even though I feel like I've dated a lot of great women and they've been fantastic. And there's one that I'm dating right now that I think like... She's great, but it's just not coming together easy. Yeah, right? and and when you were talking, you you were ba you used the word love bombing. Like so, basically, you're like, I feel like I'm a yeah. love bomber, but you had like you have a total conscience about it. Like you feel really bad about it. I do I feel terrible about it? And I don't <laughs> think a lot of guys talk about this. No, they, they just don't. Well, I think you get labeled as a d bag is what mm -hmm. happens. Yes. and then I don't think a lot of guys know how to emotionally process the fact that they're a love bomber. Yes, it's true. Kramer. You know? Yeah. It's it's and just like what they do. That. Yeah. Well, and, and I'm not proud of it. By no means am I, I proud think it's of it. It's a phase you're going through. I just have realized it it's it is a reoccurring um I don't want to say dilemma, but theme so <laughs> in my dating life. Yeah, so what's going on? So you have so what what happens typically to you at the beginning? Okay, you meet somebody, you like you're like, oh my gosh, like heart connection. Like, what do you do? How do you react to that? I every girl that I date, and this is why I got myself into the situation mm -hmm. that I got myself into. So, really quick backstory on my dating life. So I went through a divorce and then I I, I took some time off. Then I got into this pretty unhealthy situation um, with a woman that was also kind of privately going through the divorce and I was kind of privately going through divorce and there was so much like neither of us were ready and it was yeah. just all the insecurities were coming up and it was just, it was not a great situation on either behalf. But then I um, took some time and then I'm like, I'm just going to date. And my old co-host Gina, she was like, I feel, because, you know, being, you know me, like yeah. I am so nervous to get anything wrong. So mm -hmm. I would, what I was doing was I was putting women through these, like, it was literally like a, like a 90 point inspection before I'd even go on a first date with you. Like, mm -hmm. I need to know everything about you, your whole history, you know, where you're going with your life, what'd you have for breakfast? And if any of those things didn't check off my list, I just, I wouldn't do it. Cause mm -hmm. I was like, what's the point? You're not yeah. my soulmate. Like, what's the point here? So then my co-host like, just chill, just chill. And just, if you see a girl, and you have an interest in her, just ask her out. And I was like, okay. So I did it once and it was like, awesome. And so then I like 
I did it again, and then I did it again, and 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 I did it again. And I, I kind of started just. I talking about the Bachelor. Yeah, I always felt like, why do these dummies cry on the show? They've only known each other for like a month, you know. Yeah, but that's what happens. Is like I come in to every like if if I get those feelings, they come in very intensely. They come in like I feel like every girl, if I go on a first date with her and it goes well, I hop right into, well, she must be the one. Yeah. So now I was dating like seven the ones. Yeah. Okay. Because that's what I just did. And like, I couldn't, I couldn't, I don't casually date well, I realize now in hindsight, because mm-hmm. I just attached so fast. And each, every single one of them, I was like, well, they could be the one. Like, they, like this could be it. I'm like level 10 on emotions. Mm-hmm. But then there's just something and it usually happens... <laughs> I would say four to six weeks in okay. to these situations where it just turns off. Okay. And by this point, I've already said I love you. Wow. I've already like okay. talked about the future. I've already yes. talked about like imagine when we have babies. <laughs> like, yeah. No, it's good. Yeah. It's these good are things that I'm talking about. This. I, yeah. I'm genuinely feeling, but then out of nowhere, and I don't know what happens, they just turn off. They just, it's like, I'll just wake up one day and be like, I don't feel any of that anymore. Yeah. And I don't know why it happens. Um, I'm now able to recognize that it happens. So I, I okay. basically just keep my like mental middle school diary of, of, of feelings and emotions in my head when I'm like, oh my God, I love this person. I just the greatest and they're the cutest. I just keep it all inside of me now because I feel like if I let it out too soon, it causes problems. Yeah. You know, it causes the love bombing effect where you come in too strong and then you just dip out. Yeah. that And thank you so much for being so vulnerable. Like, this is, like, something, like I said, a lot of people won't admit to. And, like, you have a, you have a con- conscience about it and you're, like, trying I, to understand it and be self-aware. You know what I mean? And all that. I feel terrible about it. I mean, yeah. it gets to a point where it was just, I would start feeling guilty because, again, everything that I was feeling was an authentic feeling. Mm-hmm. But... It just wouldn't last. Like, I, like yeah. the feeling just didn't have longevity to it. So then I just had to kind of be like, all right, six weeks, don't you say a word? <laughs> don't like, you leave don't, them on? Like keep it in your diary. Yeah. Like just that. Keep like it, you write said. it down. Go home, tell yourself, but don't tell anybody else. I see you writing just... like like the little girls in middle school, like Mrs. Kramer. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like writing it, practicing. I'm like Mr. Their last name, Mr. you know, whatever. hearts around yeah. it, you know. <laughs> It's bad. It's bad. I mean, is there a spiritual side to yeah. love bombing? So this is like what I wanted to get into because like, I feel like you're probably attracting a lot of empaths because what happens is like deep empaths because what they hap- are. Yeah. Because what happens is like, they know you're genuine at first. Like they feel right. that. And they also feel like this almost uh, just very free falling vulnerability you give them at first, which is like super refreshing for an empath. Like, oh my god, like he's actually admitting this stuff that like a lot of people <laughs> don't say. Like, I want, I don't want to be alone, or I want to have babies with you, or I want to like this is what I want. I really always wanted this. I don't know how to do. It. Like, you're very honest and open. So like the indigos and the blues, they don't care. They're like, oh my god, like tell me everything. I'm here <laughs> for this. Let me help you and fix you and do do do. And then the problem is, is like they keep going. And you're like, oh my God, I did too much. Yeah. Because you're green. So I feel like there's a couple things like you want, like control is important for you. Two, I feel like you lost control, like you were talking about all those 10 years, you know, being married and maybe married to not the 
the correct person for you. I feel like you are a little traumatized still. Like you haven't been divorced that long. So it's like still a healing situation. And so your purple jumps in like, all right, cool. I'm in this 100%. Yeah. And then your, then your green is like, holy hell, like, how is this going to work? And it finds some little logical thing. Yes. And that's your green because it's like, oh, but you know, she lives there and I live here or she does this for a living and I do ads. And it's like, you can't get over it. that's exactly right. Yeah. I didn't realize until you said that. It's a basic, like I, I, I step into every relationship based on emotions. Mm-hmm. And then eventually logic starts to like, I think once I do start to get really excited about it, that green side does kick in. Yeah. And it says like, well, wait a minute. Yeah. Okay. So you've been hurt. So let's, let's, let's remember all how terrible that was yeah. there for a little bit of time. <laughs> yeah. And then let's, uh, it just, yeah, that's, that's when then I'm like, well, maybe you're right. You know, like, how can I? How can I date her if if uh, if, if I like macaroni and cheese and she likes <laughs> the spaghetti sauce? This is never gonna work. This, this is, is never, never gonna, gonna work. work. Yeah, and never. I think like, but your green can get hijacked by your ego. You know, so we all have an ego. It's the part of us that keeps us the same. That likes to keep us the same. The part that's trying to keep you from getting hurt again. And right. it gets like it hijacks you, and that makes you focus on something really silly. Um, right. But you know, I think you being self-aware and talking about like you are so vulnerable about this you know and i feel like you just keep doing that and being honest and open about it it's just it's only going to help you and then you'll recognize it am i uh, am i doing it the right way then i mean should i come in and be because i i truly feel like and that's one thing that i've always i I have to give my mom credit for is as always being you know vulnerable and and i do because i do i come in literally to every dating situation with my heart just wide open just like ready just to hug you yeah um and like it's the potential to get hurt but i still go in just like guns a blazing yeah um which I feel like could be healthy. So like, is it okay? Should I be saying all these things that I'm feeling? If, if we're going to say that vulnerability is the way to go and honesty and all of that, knowing though that green's going to kick in. Yeah, I think I think like you being yourself, that's you. That's who you are. And you're honest. And I feel like you're not hiding anything. From, that's why they stick around. That's why, you know, we were talking about who named it the situationship, the one, the, the issue you have with... I think you call her Miss California right now or yeah. something. Yeah. Um, I think that's what, you know, like they get that like these aren't deal breakers for a lot of these women. You know, they're like, right. you so, know. So let me give you, I'll give you the backstory of Miss California. We call her Miss California. It's this girl that I started to date in San Diego when I was still kind of all over the place, right? Um, this was in October of last year. And I felt this thing for her. She was definitely different because there were a lot of things about her that I thought were cool and um, kind of aligned to what I wanted, right? January, I lost my job. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's such a bad mental place. I knew I couldn't be in a relationship. And so pretty much said, listen, I've got to take a step back. Also knowing that with my career, I, I may or may not be able to stay in San Diego. So why even invest in all this, right? Like, I'm not going to drag her through this if I don't even know what I'm doing. So blah, blah, blah. We keep kind of talking. I may see her, you know, every now and then. And then I leave and go to Baltimore. And once I got here, we just kind of started talking. It was like, well, should we just try this whole long distance thing? Should we just see like if this is going to work and just give it a shot? And now I'm like stuck in this weird predicament because I am... I'm not letting, it's almost like I'm working in reverse of what I typically do. I'm only looking at the, oh my God, like the, like the terrible things that could happen, right? Like what happens? Because she is, she is ready. 
Yeah. Like she is like, I will move out there. Yeah. I will follow you. I <laughs> think indigo. you're the best. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. And I, yeah. Like she's love bombing me now. Yeah. She's and like, I'm, let's do it. <laughs> and I'm all like, huh. Like, wait. And she's like, but you were the guy. And I was like, I know. But now I'm like, huh. Yeah. Um, and so I, I am so fear-based mm-hmm. dating right now. I'm so fear-based dating. And it doesn't feel like it's naturally coming together right now. Yeah. Which is making me scared too, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm playing these what ifs, what is, or what if she gets out here and she, and she doesn't like it? Or if if I, basically it's another like love bomb situation. Like what if she gets out here? Yeah. And all these feelings that I'm feeling, you know, right now again for her, and then she moves her life out here and as a chronic love bomber. Yeah. What if... I ruin her life. Change. Yeah. Like I, I screwed up for her. Yeah. And I feel like with you that... It's like that conscience, you know, it's like, and I think it's, and when you said like, should I keep doing it? It's also when I talk to a lot of people who get love bombed, it's like, all right, you got to learn when to step away too, a little bit, you know, on the other side of it, because you're like a lot of there's, I think there's two types of love bombers. You're more honest. And then there's ones that don't know they're doing it and yeah. they can get really I, I think condescending some, something- and nasty. I feel like we've got to point that out too because yeah. I feel like I'm almost giving too much credit to love bombers. Yes, because yes. I feel you're like, really like a self-aware one <laughs> who apologizes for constantly. <laughs> I think there's a lot of people though that love bomb and mm-hmm. their objective is much different than mine was. Yeah. Like there's a lot of guys that are going to tell you exactly what you want to hear mm-hmm. just to um, yep. do some heavy petting. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. And so mine was never that way. I mean, it's it's a nice perk, but I... <laughs> I just, I never, I never did it to like manipulate. It was never a manipulation factor. It was just genuinely. So I think as we're talking love bombing, I feel like a lot of women are listening. They're like, oh my God. Like, like is there hope is for my, my love? <laughs> like, no. Like, a lot of these, uh, I would say there's two types. You're like a kind one, which is why I'm talking to you. And then there's like ones who, I don't know, they do this like mind screw with women where they're like, I'm going to get you vulnerable so then I can be condescending or something. Or yeah. like, you know, they, they, they're more toxic where you're just going through something right now. But at the same time, like I would say it's... Like the other person's responsibility too. Like if they don't feel like this is going the way they want it to go quick enough, then they have to kind of take their power back and step away or whatever. Um, But yeah, but like, you know, in your situation, it's hard because you don't want to, and you're green too. And I find this thing, especially because your your mom loves you so much. And I see this (laughs) sometimes with like good mom son relationships. It's not a bad thing. It's just you are so you never want to hurt people's feelings because it's mm-hmm. like you as a boy you always you love your mother so much you never wanted to hurt her growing up and then everybody becomes mom you know and right. everybody becomes mom when you're a kid your world just replicates however you were parented so everyone's mom now and you don't want to hurt their feelings because it's triggering it's just like when you were a little boy you didn't want to hurt mom's feelings you don't want to hurt this girl's miss california's feelings interesting you know so it's kind of like we all do it it's just kind of like the projection or whatever and it's okay to hurt people's feelings um you know because that's just life i think we do hurt each other you know and sure and that's how it goes but i i'm interested to see how this will pan out and play out for you well that's why you're here okay <laughs> Don't tell me that. If you tell me you're interested in knowing how it's going to turn I'm out, like, you're the person that knows how happen? this turns out. 
throwing my crystal ball away. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, you know, I don't know. Good, good luck, though. <laughs> I like her a lot because you gave me her picture for the other podcast when we talked about it. And, yeah. and I talked about her more there. But, like, I like her a lot. So I'm like, she's so nice and I like her. And, you know, I think, like, everyone in your life, like, you know, Jazz, for example, is like, oh, my God, just stop it. Date her. Like, or whatever. Every, everyone, yeah. literally. She's so a I sweetie. Just, yeah. I just started talking about her publicly. And I... um. That's a big. Step. I don't even know why why I did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, it was it was a bad decision because everyone's like, just do it, just go for I it, know. take the, the the leap of faith and just see. So let me ask you that, since you know my personality type, yeah. right, with my color, my aura, do you think my hesitation to press forward is based on that we're not supposed to be together, or is based on my fear of what if? Is this basically the universe saying like, no, or is this my own brain fear being like, but what if? This is you. Like, I feel like with you, just from reading your energy, things have to be your idea. Otherwise, (laughs) you don't like them. And you don't know why you don't like them. You're just like, I don't like it. Because you feel out of control. So So I feel like you just have to figure out how to make this your idea. Because now that she's all on board, she's like picking out curtains or like whatever she's doing. You're like, oh my God, is this not my idea? Is the universe like not cool with me? That's the thing. Like with a lot of these things, like it's free will. Like I feel like she could work out for you. I feel like you guys would do well together. I feel like she's sweet. You know what I mean? I feel like it it could happen. But I think you just have to figure out a way to make it your idea. That's interesting. That's really interesting. So as long as I can convince myself of like, yes. Yeah, wait, this was my idea. This is my idea. It, it, the I, distance makes it a real issue, you know, because that's an added, not your idea thing. It's been tricky. It's a tricky situation. So I don't know if that's giving you any clarity into love bombing. It does. Uh, I, you know, I, 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 it definitely, thank you. I don't, I, again, I just want to preface that I, be careful if you're telling me that like a guy is telling you he loves you on Tinder, uh, like <laughs> yeah. that may not necessarily They're be not the same. All like Steve Kramer, <laughs> yeah. like that's for sure. But I appreciate the insight because you're like I said, a self-aware one. You know, I think anybody who love bombs has something kind of going on psychologically or whatever in their own sure. life or whatever. You're more honest about it and open, and you also have like a soul and a kind heart, so that's like helpful. Um, but well, where thank do you, you think so people yeah. that people that love bomb and let's 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 take good love bombers okay. for a second. What do you think that comes from? I feel like it comes from a deep fear and a deep insecurity in disappointing people. Like getting some sort of role put up. I feel like kind of like, you know, being so vulnerable at first, right out of the gate, and I want this, I want this, I want this. And then all of a sudden when somebody's like, okay, you're like, oh my God, can I? deliver all that at that mm-hmm. same like can I do and not wanting to hurt people or not or being kind of a pleaser or being somebody who um like you'd you'd rather keep a buffer between you than show somebody maybe who you really are because you're still coming to terms with that. Mm. I feel like that's kind of like the good love bomber issue. Interesting. What was the guy's name on Bachelor uh oh, which one? Bachelor Et he was a love bomber two seasons ago Oh. oh my god, which one? He was the one Colton? that was like basically oh, just god. remember he was all like I love you after like the first week. Um good looking guy, country guy, um Peter? No, he Hold wasn't on. he wasn't the, he was like one of the he was like the villain of the season. It was on the Bachelorette. Oh, the Bachelorette. Um, oh. The Bachelorette. And like they were giving him such a hard time because they were calling him a love bomber uh, because he was basically just coming in and being like, I think that you're the one. I think that you're, you know, and, and they, all the guys were kind of like, listen, you're yeah. 
like you're doing this as a manipulation tactic. Yeah. You know, like you're doing this to try to like win the game or to try to, you know, to, to win her over. And you don't, there's no way you can love a person after a week, can you? Like, is that possible? And so yeah. I do, I think that term, I'm glad we're having this conversation yes. because I, I feel like the term, is very polarizing. Mm-hmm. It's not, the, it's not the, the, the cutest definition to have by your name by any means. But hopefully, from my point of view, and I don't know, maybe I'll get <laughs> some ter- more terrible feedback about my <laughs> dating life. But I, I hope it's like just showing the other side of like, sometimes we as guys also feel those exact same feelings yeah. that women feel. Because I feel like women have that, that thing too of like after the first date, you're already planning out your wedding and blah, blah, blah. Like, some of us guys do it too. Mm-hmm. A lot of us just aren't vulnerable enough to admit it. Yeah. And you're doing you that. Know? No, and I, I appreciate that. And um, and I have to refer people over to your, well, both your podcasts, but the Certified Mama's oh. Boy podcast, like it, it's how you do that every day. Like how many episodes, like there's many episodes. It's a lot. Yeah. yeah I listened it. to one this morning and I was like, oh my gosh, like, you know, and you were so green on there because you were talking about like deals and you were talking about like something with like winter coat. <laughs> Oh, Cole's Cash. I just found out what Cole's Cash is. Like you were like like, obsessed. It wasn't even an ad. You just like needed to tell us about it. I'm sure it felt like one. I was so excited because I I love good deals and I finally bought something from Cole's for the first (laughs) time. They gave me like this Cole's Cash and I was like, like, do you give me money? I get free money back that I get to go spend later on? Like, this is incredible. <laughs> like, you show so. back up. And then your mom's like a yellow. So I feel like you were taught... Because yellows love a coupon. Like, they're good at that. So yeah, I feel like yeah, you were yeah. taught, like, oh, my God, look, you can double your coupons or this or that, or it's a good deal. Or you know, She you loves should. it. She loves it. I get it from her. We used to have um, we used to have Walmart Wednesdays where every Wednesday... This is very, this is very Georgia. I grew up in Georgia, okay? okay? Every Wednesday, we would go to Walmart. And I could pick out one thing, but that was like my favorite thing. It was always so cheap. I could get like you know the coolest <laughs> toy for like four dollars. And I'm like, this is the greatest thing ever. So, um, yes, my podcast is called Certified Mama's Boy. Yeah, you where can, else can we find you? Tell us. So you can uh, you can get that you know wherever you get your podcast. I'm also on uh, Kramer and Jess Uncensored. Way different podcast. That's yeah. my, my co-host Jess, and we can talk about. Uh, it's more a relationship based. She's also in a new relationship. She's been dating a guy that she is quite opposite of me oh my because God. Yeah. she uh, had a moment in, we call her boyfriend garage boy. They had a moment <laughs> in a garage when they first met, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh-huh. Um, and then it's just been hot and heavy. Seven months later, Dang. they're moving across the country together yes. and moving in together. And That's- like, they only live long distance before though. And so they don't, they only spent like a total of maybe two weeks combined together. And so now they're moving in and we're dealing with that. And there's me and my ridiculous love life. So that's Kramer and Jess uncensored. And then Mm -hmm. if you're in Baltimore, you can listen to Mix 1065 in the mornings. It's a lot of shows. Yeah, no, I love it. Kramer, thank you so much. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate you so much. No, my God, I'm such a fan. Are you kidding me? I'm so excited. We're finally here. I've been harassing you for years to get on this podcast. Oh, please. You don't love on me. We're okay. All right, we'll catch you over on your podcast. Thanks, Kramer. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in. As always, this podcast is for you and about you. I really appreciate if you subscribe to this podcast and if you leave a five-star review on iTunes. That means a lot to us and helps us so much. Thank you so much. Bye, guys.
If you want to be the most interesting person at the cocktail party, well, hop on over and listen to the Brain Candy Podcast. Our award-winning content will have you laughing while you're learning. We read all the best articles, books, and studies, and keep up with new TV shows, documentaries, and pop culture. And then we cram it all into two shows a week. Conspiracy theories, cannibal rabbits, unsolved mysteries, the history of the Walkman. There's something for everyone. The Brain Candy Podcast. Find our link in the show notes. Or simply search for the Brain Candy Podcast on your podcast app. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.